Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. All right, so for tonight's show... We're going to get into it with a stream or no stream, and we're going to start off with our boy NBA Youngboy and his new project, Colors, and then we're going to follow that up with our legendary Snoop Dogg with his B-O-D-R. So let's jump into it with our social media plugs. You can check out our Instagram, and it is Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap P-O-D on Instagram, and you can check us out on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. Again, mix era rap. Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media. You can find me across all platforms at the three one three kid T H E three one three K I D. That's Twitter, Instagram, WeChat, or Mixcloud if you like DJ mixes. All right, appreciate that. Here we go. We're gonna jump into it with one of the songs that we thought was notable from our uh, first artist, NBA YoungBoy, and here we go. Hey, well, I already know how I get down here, man. These bitches ain't no You know how I turn out every time. Yep, and that was No Switch by NBA Youngboy off of his project Colors. So we're going to jump into it like this, fellas. Production. Everybody's thoughts on production. I'm going to jump in first and just say that, you know, the the producers, today's producers love this cat because they give him some of the best beats that I hear, you know, as far as trap beats are concerned. Anybody else's thoughts on production for the project Colors? Yeah, I'll say uh, that was one of the first thoughts I had when I was listening to the record is he does pick some good beats or is good at picking beats that represent the sound that he wants to convey. Um, Again, he's not saying a ton on a lot of the songs, but he's good at picking beats that he can just ride. You know, like if you're riding the beat effectively, it'll make the beat shine and it'll in turn make your lyrics shine. Like, oh man, he, he he wrecked that song, man, even though he really didn't say that much. So yeah, I will say thumbs up for, uh, not necessarily beat quality on every single track, but beat selection. I will give thumbs up to. What about you, Ken? What'd you think? I, I agree with both of you guys' points. Yeah, it's just he has the perfect flow for I don't wanna I don't know if it's a trap beat or a new age beat, but um I don't know if it's just natural or he actually takes his time in the studio, but the the blend between the production and his um his flow is 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 real good and it's a it's better than a lot of the other guys out there who rap over um similar sounding beats so whatever he's doing I think he you know he could keep doing it and and because it fits his style and he's I mean been successful so far at just right beat right flow and just putting out this music that just generates so much success for him. Yeah, definitely feel you with that one. I'm telling you, I think 
he is he just he's on one so we're gonna move into uh one of our next songs that we thought was notable from the project let's get it Niggas want my soul, get them gone, I'm gon' stay inside. In the street, don't like me, cause I'm thuggin' and I'm dangerous. Gangsta, hot nigga came in and leaving all. Gangsta, hope that's what I scream while I'm bleeding off. Thug life, too rich for this, so I've been tryna live a low life. Been down for all this time, so I've been tryna see what heaven like. Try to get me, but they miss, I say these niggas ain't been steppin' right. I ain't read about that shit, I tell my mama I'm forever fine. He gon' pay that fine. Yeah, man. And that was Gangsta featuring Quando Rondo from NBA Youngboy's new project, Colors. Two questions, fellas. Number one, he didn't have a lot of features on here. How do you feel about that? And the features that he did have, were they worthwhile? And secondly, his flow on the tracks. I wasn't, I you know, I, I do like the fact that uh, he didn't have a lot of features because a lot of the younger artists today, they'll throw a lot of names just to try to pull you in. So him minimizing the feature aspect, I think it made him shine more on this album because it's because you're not focusing on, oh, this guest feature or this guest feature. He minimized it a lot, which which let him do his thing. I didn't really care for the features too much. I, you know. I, I don't know how his fan base feels, but it, it just, you know, I like the I like the songs better with he by himself than with the feature artist. So I don't know. It was kind of a waste to me, and that, and that's one of the things. Um, I th- I think this is starting to become an ugly trend among the, uh a lot of the younger big name artists. You know, outside of uh Little Baby and maybe Megan. You know like the Migos with Culture 3. I mean, they, you know, all their features outshine them on their, on that album. It's another younger artist who had a lot of features on his album. And he was just, he he, he was like secondary to his features. So it's just, you know, having features is cool, but your features should never overshadow you because if they do, it takes away from the album as a whole. But, you know, I like the fact that he just minimized it and he was able to just to you know just to shine all on his own, and that helped him out a lot. Yeah, that's what's up, Reaper. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's uh, no features on it besides the Quando Rondo, or nah? I thought there was a singing feature on there. Somebody sang a a, a break for him. Uh, I don't know the 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 stream that I pulled up on on app I use. It only says uh, Quando Rondo. So unless somebody was uncredited. Yeah, I just took it as there was no features on the whole record. So, um, yeah. Uh, what was the other question? And his flow over the beats. Oh, well, yeah, I talked about that a little bit on, on my last uh, reaction as far as beat selection. I think he's good at picking beats that he can just ride out and uh, it highlights what he wants to say. Even though he's not saying much, it, it makes it seem like he's saying a bit more because the beat selection is good and uh, flow matches with the beat, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, sure. Thumbs up. Because, I mean, and you know what? I will say that, too. Like, that, even going back to the rapper poor card, uh, we had a category for beat selection, you know, is a skill. Because everybody that can freestyle can't write raps. Everybody that can write raps 
can't make good songs. Everybody that can make good songs doesn't do it consistently. And it's a lot of times because of beat selection. You know, you can you can write 690 bars like the game used to do. But if the beat you pick doesn't represent the flow well, well, that's the difference between uh, top sellers and and street rappers. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think he did get good scores from everybody on uh, the beat selection uh, section of our rap report card. Again, for me, my only gripe with him is um, his flow is good, but it's 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 hard for me to 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 express when he's on auto tunes. It's actually better, even though I don't like auto tunes. But when he's rapping separately, his word selection is uh, is is very limited and it prevents. <laughs> It, it, it just prevents you from enjoying the track because he's so limited and it, it's the same few words every few bars. And I, I could do without that, you know, but when he's doing heavy with the auto tunes, like on this particular track, uh, it was it, it was enjoyable, you know. And uh, so I did like Gangsta. I thought that that was a, a nice track for him. Quando Rondo. And um, I'm still looking here because I see there's a, a feature of a singer on the track. Uh, to who, but I can't find uh, this. It's, the person is uncredited, but he does have he did have a, 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 a singer in on a couple of the tracks, but it is what it is. So it's, that's reasonable. And then lastly, on on this section, before we get into our uh, next notable song, I wanted to thank curation and length of the actual project. And I'm jumping first and just say, I think the curation on this was was off. I think that he stacked up some songs that could have been better. He has the two emo songs back to back. I think that he could have spread that out, put something in between them. Uh, I, I, he started off well. I do think that uh, Long Live, Bring It On, No Switch, and Smoke One, those four tracks are curated well. But after that, it kind of goes I don't know. It, it goes in a space that I think he could have got a little bit better with. And 19 songs, I'm telling you, it's just, uh, Reaper said this many times before, man, give me 14 tracks and keep it moving, man. This 19, 20, 25 tracks, I can't deal with it. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, it's funny that you said that, man, because uh, we talked about it a little bit off air, but it's this record more so than his other records are a tale of of three styles really or three approaches he's got the aggressive sort of flow on like no switch and like the intro and then he's got the auto-tune sort of you know ish flow kind of like the last track that you just played and then he's got kind of the emo whiny sort of flow or vibe and 19 tracks and on the deluxe there's 20 or 21 tracks it's just too many it's too many tracks but honestly if he would have picked three strong songs from each personality like three aggressive songs three whiny songs and three auto-tune or just three other songs and put a intro or like a skit or something he could have did 10 songs on the album and just got in got out and I don't want to say it would have been flawless because, again, he could have picked three of the wrong songs for each uh, personality or whatever. But I think it would have been easier to listen to. 
because I, I do recall, like you said, the first three or four songs, I was like, okay, this don't sound bad. But after like track 10 or 11, I was looking down at my phone like, man, like, <laughs> I'm tired of listening to this. Kev, your thoughts? I, it, maybe it was just me, but he sounded a lot like uh, Kodak Black on his album. And it, and it threw me off because I had to stop it just to kind of clear my head because it was like, I didn't know if this was Young Boy or Kodak Black for a little while. So it was throwing me off. I do agree that a, a lot of these artists today shouldn't do long albums. Um, I'm a huge advocate for EPs, I, and I don't care what artists in the era, you know, six to eight songs is not a problem to me. You know, it's you know if you just got like four or five hits and two or three fillers, that's perfect for me. It, yeah, it was too long. And, it, and it, like Reaper said, it did feel like it didn't feel like one album. It did feel like three different albums. And, and, and you know, and it was kind of hard to figure out where he was going or if there was a theme or something. It just felt like a, I don't know. It just felt like all over the place. Like like you were saying earlier, if he could have sequenced the album better, um, it might have flowed a little, a little bit better. Like it was, what, it was like an hour and 15 or hour and 20 minutes or something. I think that's one of the things that's missing in today's music is where, you know, people don't realize that how you put your songs in order, it means something. Because if I have to, you know, listen to your album and then be like, uh, this should have been here, this should have been here, this should have been here, and I've rearranged it myself, then, I mean, you know, okay, maybe 15, 20 minutes of my time, but it's still, it feels like something I shouldn't have to do at all. You know, you pay people to to put, you know, pick the right songs and put them in order. So um, I don't even know. I, you know what? I'm trying to figure out if this album went number one. I didn't check and see if this album went number one on the rap charts. But if this one went number one, we might have to start looking to see where he's how many consecutive number ones he had. Because um, I think he I think the, the last time I looked, he was like at three or four. So, because his fan base, it, they really back him. So, I haven't really looked to see what they were saying about this one, but he has a huge fan base that really, you know, propels him to a lot of success. And, you know, you can buy a lot of things, but you really can't really buy album sales that much nowadays. So, yeah, it was just, it's, it, I, I don't know. You know, some, some newer music you can kind of get into, but. Some other stuff is just like, eh, it feels like work. And, and, and I, I like to enjoy music instead of work. Yeah, definitely. Um, as of right now, he has not gotten to number one with singles nor the album on the rap charts. And that is uh, two weeks on the two weeks on the billboard. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not I wouldn't say it's not it's as bad as sameness as uh, the last the last Migos record, Culture 3, because like they they have a lot of sameness and it's slow and like the songs just aren't really, like the songs kind of suck and they're the same. So it's like you could have cut out some of this and maybe it would seem like the overall record sucks less. But the thing about it is quite a few of his songs, especially for his, uh, his aim, I guess you could say, are pretty strong or semi-strong. But 
it drags it down because it's so long or because there's six aggressive songs when there really only needs to be three or four. And there's four emo whiny songs when there only needs to be one or two. And there's, you see what I'm saying? I just wish not even curation so much if he just would have, because again, if there was three, three and three, he could have put them three, three and three and did like a concept album where he could have put them in a blender and just spit them out in a random order. It doesn't matter so much, but when there's so many songs, 20 tracks and some of the songs are a bit repetitive, it gives the room for, for failure. Like it just is unnecessary, you know? Yeah. I feel you on that one. I'm telling you, I think that you, you both are correct. And, but I think he's influenced by what's going on in the Atlanta uh, the whole Atlanta movement and everybody's dropping a bunch of tracks, you know, Playboy Cardi, the Migos, you name it. If, you know, the Atlanta crew, Lil Baby, all of them, they all are dropping 20 tracks and it's just, it's too much. But it takes away from the album though, because it, it I mean, I don't know. It's like when you get to that, when you get to song 15, it's like, you kind of like tired. I feel like. Oh, definitely. I'm just I'm not I'm not agreeing with the the Atlanta movement. I blame this on the producers and the record companies. You know, they should be like, hey, we don't need to do all this. Dude, you can drop two albums in the year with as much, uh, you know, much content as you have, you know, but they're not. They're not saying that. They're just like, keep giving it to me. Keep giving it to me, putting them under a lot of pressure. And then you don't get a quality project. And no one talks about that. No A&Rs are out there saying, hey, let's pull back on 19 songs and let's do like Reaper said, let's do nine. Give me nine strong tracks and let's put out a five micer. But, you know, those things aren't important anymore. You know, uh, you know, God rest, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> the source, I wish that it was still around and that it was as influential as it used to be. Maybe these producers and record companies will be a little bit more diligent about trying to make a project that is worthy of adoration. So with that, we're going to move on to our next song that we thought was notable from the project. And here we go. I say, Mama, I'm a rock star. I don't care what these people think of me. I say that they should just leave me alone. No, I opinions, it don't get to me. Rock piece on my face. My heart shock them down, kill me if they can, take my head off. Mama, I got millions, I go buy a big Yeah, man, and that was Emo Rockstar, like we were saying, one of his emo tracks from the project. And uh, I'm going to jump in first and just say, first, let me just, I'm going to pose the question and then I'm going to give mine. And uh, we're going to go with streamer, no stream, and our overall thoughts of the project. And so my overall thoughts for the project is that the young man has talent and the possibility of being great. Somehow or another, he's shown that he, he has a strong fan base that's willing to stream his stuff consistently and multiple times. So it keeps him in the relevancy of music of this thing we call hip hop. Curation was a problem for me. The beats were crazy. I'm looking at what I thought was notable from the project out of 19 tracks, I I like 
seven. So I couldn't even get up to half, you know, and uh, out of that seven, there's some there's some weak ones, some runs, ones I really had to stretch to like. I would say it's got a solid five tracks that are really nice. And the other two are borderline, like I could take them or leave them. If somebody said they, they didn't want to hear it, I'd turn them off or or skip it, you know. So for me, if you if you're an NBA young boy and you just got to have his stuff, it is definitely worth a listen. But if you're looking for something uh, heavy in quality, I would say this is a no string. All right, let's move on with uh, Reaper. Your thoughts on overall the overall thoughts on the project and streamer no stream for NBA young boys project colors. So I did look it up again uh, while the last song was playing it. It's listed as a mixtape. It's not listed as an actual album. So if that's the case, uh, you know, mixtapes have less rules than albums. It seems he only has a distribution deal through Atlantic. So it's like, okay, do whatever you want. And then we're just going to, distribute whatever you put out so if that's the case there's uh maybe not an a and r saying like oh put out just a couple of songs or or whatever they're kind of like hey man you put out 50 songs if you want here we're just gonna (laughs) distribute it and um it says it did debut at number two on billboard or on billboard overall and then in hip-hop only it debuted at number one so maybe it's not on there anymore but debut numbers it did uh just for the sake of yeah debut but it's not there anymore yeah but i mean just so it's on the record but uh i've said it over and over 19 songs is too much unless you go back to the 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 days of skits and intros and outros because again it was 19 tracks but it wasn't actually 19 songs 19 tracks 19 songs is too much yeah i don't need to reiterate all that stuff i'm gonna i'm actually gonna say I was thinking about this all last night too, man. Like, and I think if I'm on the fence, I'm going to say stream. I'm going to say stream because it is a a bit of a, I won't say that. It's not a task to get through. Like I wasn't like, uh, but I did question why it was so long. Like I said, after about tracker 11 or 12, but especially if you're into, yeah, some of the emo stuff or some of the, aggressive stuff it's not terrible like i don't know if there was any songs on the album where i was just like actually that's not true <laughs> there was one or two i was like man this sucks but there wasn't an overwhelming like nah this is terrible skip this nah this is terrible skip this so like i said if it was just dialed back a little bit you know like back in the day when people had ipods and at least i don't know if this is what everybody did but what i used to do is put the whole album on on the you know computer or whatever and listen to it and I would like give one star, two star, just like, you know, based on the tracks that I like. And then at the end of the album, the songs that I didn't rate or that had the lowest rating, I just wouldn't put them in the playlist. Then I would like make a playlist of just the hot songs and just listen to those. So maybe something like that. Like maybe you just need to flag the hot songs and just don't listen to the other ones. <laughs> but uh, like I said, I'm going to say stream. I don't I don't have issues with it that much that I, that I would just say no stream. All right, that's what's up. And um, I just checked the Billboard charts, and uh, NBA Young Boys Colors is at number five. Actually, Gunna is at number one. Number five is not bad, though. No, not at all. Week two went, went from number one to number five. You know, and and 
once his streams get up and one of his songs make TikTok, he'll be back at number one. So, uh, Kev, anchor us on this one, man. <laughs> yeah, I think the length, the length of the uh, the project was a was a turn off to me. If it was ten songs, it, it I think it was something I could listen to again. For right now, I'm saying I'm saying no stream. Yeah, it was just too long. It was just too long, and some of that auto tune just seemed unnecessary. But shout out to his fan base because, I mean, you know, this 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 young man really has no real lead singles, and and I don't even think I've ever seen a video from him. It, I mean, it might have been one or you know a few that I overlooked, but I mean, for him really to get no buzz or no award considerations, just to be charting this high really with no radio singles like that um his fan base is amazing you know and i've I've said to people before i think he has one of the best if not the best uh fan base in all music don't i don't care what genre of music is because you know mo- most people with good fan bases have they're like top tier you know musical artists this guy's not a top tier musical artist but he's he I, he's charting high every time so you know, shout out to his fan base. I mean, you guys are just amazing. I wish a lot of other artists could have fans, fans like you all. But you know, keep up, keep it up, and whatever he does to appeal to them, it's a talent, it's an art. So I, you know, shout out to him for that. But this colors, I it, yeah, it was just it just went too long for me. So I'm, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> He was waiting. He was waiting, y'all, to stick that in there. His finger was on the button. Oh my gosh! Like, what's wrong with you, man? We got to give him something. If he gets two out of three no's, you know, we got to do something for that. So, uh, that was our streamer no stream for NBA Young Boys Project Colors. All right, so now we're moving on to our next uh, featured artist for Stream or No Stream, and that's the legendary Snoop Dogg with his new project, B.O.D.R., Back on Death Row. So we're going to start off with a song that we thought was very notable from the project, and let's jump into it. Yes, sir. <laughs> 2022. Big Snoop D.O. Dub. Hey, yo, Battle Cat. You know what time it is. It's time to do the shit we usually do. Let's go. Here we go with the comeback from Snoop Dogg on his new project, B.O.D.R. And the first question I'm posing to the fellas is production and flow. I'm going to jump first and say that Snoop, he pulled out all the stops on this one, but he's garnered enough uh, uh, acumen that he can get any producer to give him a track or, you know, 
put a track want want to put a track on his project. So he had, you know, he had a lot of he had Hit Boy, like you just heard him say, he had Battle Cat. He had a lot of good producers on this uh project and his flow was strong throughout the whole project. I was very surprised. I thought that he would get a little bit weaker as the project uh went on cuz again, this is another one of those uh I think it's 18 or 19 tracks on this project. But uh, I thought he he maintained he maintained his uh, his air. His wind was good and he was able to really put out some strong stuff throughout the uh, project. So, uh, fellas, uh, uh, Reaper, what are your thoughts on production and flow? Yeah, classic Snoop. Uh, shout out to Battle Cat and Superfly and Bank Green Lantern. Like, yeah, some uh, classic production choices. And Snoop has made like 37 records, you know, like he knows who to choose for that sound uh, when he's going after a certain sound. So um, I and I've always said this, this is going to be a side rant or another rant for another day. You know, what's what's old is new again, but the only it seems like the only thing in rap that's never come back is G-Funk. There's never, I mean, there's been some people that have tried to imitate G-Funk, you know, on like an album cut over the years. But if you think even newer artists, and again, YG is like, is more of like a Bay Area sound than like a, you know, Los Angeles G-Funk sound. But, and it's kind of because, you know, DJ Pool or like Dr. Dre were the only people really making sounds like that. So I guess you would have to find another crew or something that was just obsessed with that sound and and understood how to you know update it for 2022 but where's where's g-funk in 2022 bring that back because i know people on the west coast still like that sound i was out in california a couple of years ago and they was playing stuff from 2001 from the chronic from doggy style on the radio like it was new and i was like why y'all playing this stuff it was like oh there's just there's just a vibe out here all right so it was cool to hear uh, some stuff like that on this record. And uh, the song is called Coming Back, by the way, not The Comeback or, or whatever you said, just for the record. Appreciate that, Reaper. You know, I get excited because, again, this was like you said, this was just a, a, it was a feel good throwback G funk. It was just, it was everything. Kev, your thoughts. I, I, I like that point he made about G funk. You know, rap is Rap as a whole was built on, you know, um, funk samples. So, you know, the West Coast taking a variation of the funk and, and kind of putting their own spin on it and just build on that over the years was um, was a great thing. And like you like you all saying, you know, it feels good. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, it's, you know. You could say whatever, but it just feels good. It's kind of positive and everything. And I love the fact that Snoop never wavered from that West Coast sound and, and those funk records and those samples and everything. I mean, I think the album was too long, but and that was like my only gripe because he put out like two albums last year. And, you know, the uh, the one he did on his own label was, was good. But the one he did on Def Jam was... You know, it was kind of like a compilation. It was okay, but he did this one, you know, to celebrate him going, you know, getting Death Row back. So it was okay. 
but like you said, you know that that G funk is it, it is a different sound that I don't know if it's too fast for the younger artists today or, or what it is or or even just the fact that it brings a positive vibe to it and you know that a lot of their music is you know killing somebody or having sex or being you know being drunk or being high or something it's not like a you know not a feel good with that type of stuff so i i really don't know but i would love to see the younger artists kind of embrace embrace that sound that you know that was so important to just rap as a whole you know i don't but i don't know who could do it though yeah yg uh here and there but he really doesn't do it and and i don't know if kendrick Lamar can tone down his style a little bit to do it. i really wouldn't know a west coast artist that could really do it from a you know one of the younger ones though i mean yg has a song like that uh i think it's called twist my fingers that's very West Coast G-Funk. I think it's on the second album. And it's just like, okay, this is this is where you could be going, but he doesn't do it a lot though. It's like here and there. But you, but like I said though, I I don't know if it falls on the artist that's just got to search out producers that's making this style, but I, there's no producer that's making that overall sound right now. I mean, maybe people need to listen to this Snoop record and see like, oh, you know, we need to go find Superfly or or uh, or uh, Battle Cat because they they can make these sounds. I mean, I wanted to bet you they can place a phone call to Dr. Dre. Nah, man. Nah, man. Maybe Snoop Dogg. Man. I'm not saying Dre would do their record. I'm willing. I'm I'm saying someone in Dre's camp could provide beats for these younger artists. Nah, man. You don't think so? Nah, man. I'm not even willing to entertain that argument. Nah, nah. Yeah, not at this point, but I do have three artists for you that I think okay. could do could pull this off. And I would start with uh, Smoke D. He could definitely pull this off. D Smoke? Sorry, D Smoke. Excuse me. Smoke D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Locksmith and Larry June. I thought I think those three young artists could definitely, even though D Smoke is not a young, young artist, but he's new to the game as far as uh, popularity is concerned. I think that any of those three guys, if they had the opportunity to get a G Funk, um, a, a, you know, DJ Pooh, because I'm like, like, like Reaper said, you're not gonna get no Dr. Dre G Funk. So the best you could do is is dust off a DJ Pooh and beg him to give you one of those tracks. But that's about it. So I do think that those three artists could possibly give you something in that in that range. Like I said, I don't think it's an issue of the art because again, there there could be tons of of you know west coast dudes that we're not even familiar with that can ride the beat or might have underground stuff that's riding a bunch of old dr dre stuff but like i said someone needs to just like before you know dj tomp and and uh whoever else you know from the atlanta scene was doing that trap sound and then the next wave of Lex Luger and, and Metro Boomin and stuff took it and then ran with it. Like someone that's younger or I don't, they don't even have to be young, but just younger than Dr. Dre that's in the scene right now needs to figure out how to either replicate G funk or update G funk to make it a sound that people want to go after. You see what I'm saying? Like the Neptunes had their thing cause they had a, specific sort of sound you know and 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Every, every producer that's had a, a heyday, you know, but there's nobody making G-Funk sounds really is what I'm saying. Yeah, no doubt. Sadly, I think Harry Fraud has the capabilities to do it, but he's so stuck on this high. Harry Fraud. Yeah, I was I wasn't going <laughs> to react like that, but yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Harry Fraud. He's a hot producer right now. But not 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 no G-Funk type stuff. He don't really sound like G-Funk though. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I was getting ready to explain that that He's not a G-Funk guy. He's into this hybrid uh, trap thing. And that's sad. That's what I was going to say, that he has the uh, notable tracks that people were willing to give him an opportunity. So he's done enough in that hybrid track trap world that he could get away with doing G-Funk if he was willing to step out. That was the statement I was going to make. I know he doesn't do it, but he has the capabilities of doing it just based on the number of hits he's put out so far. So you you can't be an artist, right? You can't be a producer right now and get away with the G-Funk sound without some level of popularity behind you. So that's the only reason why I mentioned him. That's not true. That's not true. That, that's exactly the opposite of what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't... What, what artist is going to take that G-Funk track if it's not from a producer with some type of push? What artist? You gonna get YG to take some no some some unknown producer's G Funk track and put a rap over it? I don't think YG would, would would step out like that. Number one, yes. Number two, the just like every other unknown producer, you need to start out with an unknown artist or somebody that's coming up and create this new sound with them. Wasn't nobody rocking with DJ Mustard before YG and him came out together, and they were. They knew how each other rapped, how each other sounded, and they curated the sound together. And then people started checking for DJ Mustard. That whole, every song on the first YG record is produced by DJ Mustard for the record. So if, you know, for all the intensive purposes, let's call him Dr. Trey. Dr. Trey came out with, you know, uh, Puppy Dog, and they just put out a 10 track album and it's all G-Funk sounds. And it started getting some spins, then people will start checking for him. The same thing that happened with Dr. Dre. I mean, Dr. Dre had NWA first, but Dr. Dre put out two NWA records. He put out The Chronic and Doggy Style in five years. Yes, but he was able to get juice behind him off of the first two uh, NWA albums. And that's the only reason I mentioned someone having some juice behind them. To step out on that type of of, of limb, I mean that's a t- that's a tightrope you got to walk in today's climate as far as music is concerned. You know, Snoop can get away with it because he's legendary, but to have a young artist that's unknown and an unknown producer putting out some quality music, but quality music that's not very popular right now. So again, the record Snoop himself is pushing this song with the video and everything, but I'm talking about. And I thought we were talking about a younger artist. That's a real tight rope. You know, you might not you might not get the same love nationally as Snoop can get nationally or internationally. That's the only reason I'm saying that, just because G Funk is not the move right now. We all know it's 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 either it's either uh, grime or it's trap, you know. But I think we're I think we're arguing different things. What I'm saying is I agree G Funk is not the move right now, but Every other, you know, from trap to to drill to there's 
other new things coming out and there's things that have gone away and come back. And it seems everything has gone away and come back except G-Funk. And I think it's because the number one person that was making G-Funk was Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre doesn't make G-Funk anymore. So if it was to come back, somebody else would have to recreate that sound and updated version or be able to replicate Dr. Dre's sound. That's all I'm saying. And then if somebody did it and had moderate success, maybe G-Funk could become a thing again. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. And with that, we're going to move on to the next track that we thought was notable. And let's get it. Got to keep pushing on. Who remember growing up eating cornflakes, spending night at granny house because mama owned a date. So you ate what you ate and you ate it quick because you knew your grandma, she ain't play that shit. Paul, Paul, he stayed in another house with another woman. She a brick house. Growing up fast was a shit show. It's a few things I learned from the get-go. A few folks in my fam fell down. Then they got their feet back on solid ground. Yeah, man. And that was Gotta Keep Pushing featuring T.I. and Sleepy uh, Brown off of uh, Snoop Dogg's new project. And that's B-O-D-R. And I'm going to pose this question and I'll answer it first. He did have quite a few uh, features on this one. I thought that (laughs) first uh, I liked the features except for Nas's feature. I when I'm looking at the track listing and I see Nas on there, I'm thinking he's going to give us a verse. And for him just to give you the break was was so disappointing. But that song was not one of the hottest songs, hotter songs on the project anyway. So, you know, it's all good. I thought that T.I. really put it in with on this particular track. Uh, His verse was really nice for my for my taste. And um, I I enjoyed uh, I think overall. Overall, again, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of features. But overall, I think most of the features were decent, if not on the upper level. I enjoyed uh, the baby's feature game. I, I was I'm still trying to figure the game out with that feature he did. But uh, Wiz Khalifa's feature, I thought, was pretty nice. And all of the singers he had on there was very nice. So, you know, hey, Dion was nice as well, th- again, in my opinion. So let's check in with the fellas. Uh, Kev, your thoughts on features for the project? Yeah, I think I think some of the features were wasted. Yeah, like you said, the Nas, it was just like, okay, he got a Nas verse and, and it was nothing there. And it was a few others that felt out of place. But like this this song you just played, I love that sample. You know, um, that Blackberry Molasses is, is something I play for my kids all the time and and you know, for for him to sample this was like a it was a real good surprise. This it's this was a sample heavy album, and I understand that uh, a lot of Snoop music is sample heavy, but this really felt like I don't know. It didn't feel like a sample per se. It just felt like it felt like a mixtape to me in a lot of ways. But um, eh, it was it was eh. You know the two. I like the. You know I like the two albums. Last year he put out better than I like this one. So, um, you know, if he'd have cut this down to maybe the ten songs, I think it'd have been. Uh, he'd have been a lot better off. 
Yeah, I got you. you. I'm sorry. I should have added that to the question as well. The number of tracks as well as the features. So we'll let uh, Reaper um, anchor this one. Reaper, your thoughts on features and the length of the album. Well, nobody's going to suffer from having a shorter album, especially if the album is solid all the way through. If anything, people will say like, oh, man, it's a little too short. We want more. But um I will say it's only one or two tracks shorter than the NBA Youngboy record, but it didn't feel like it. It moved a little bit quicker. And again, it could be BPM. It could be uh, curation, song placement, whatever, whatever. But it, I felt it moved a little bit quicker through than uh, the NBA Youngboy record. So I'm not going to take away a ton of points for 18 tracks. But yeah, he could have kept some of them. I'm actually really surprised that you picked this track too, the Keep It Pushing track. I felt this was one of the, I don't want to say weaker tracks on the album, but it's one of the songs that I don't really care for. So I wouldn't have picked it. Well, I chose it just based on trying to give a full feel for what the album was giving. This one was more of a, you know, real street West Coast feel to it. Coming back was more of that feel. And this song was more of a mature uh, father figure giving you some 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 stories from the past. And then hopefully the next track will be some something different that will give you a better feel for the entire project. That's the only reason why I picked that one. OK, yeah, that's fair. The yeah. And the Nas feature, like I was yeah, pretty disappointed with that. But um. Go ahead and play the next song, and then you can talk about features. <laughs> See, and, and now you got me worried about playing the next song because I was, I just thought this was a good way to end it off, but now I'm doubting it. So, nah, go ahead and play it, man. You... <laughs> All right, let's see how this works out. And um, we're going to play the next song that we thought was notable from the track. And uh, here we go. Early morning turkey bacon on the way up. Cheese with them grits, them tits, watching you shake them. Get thick as oatmeal, I'm so ready to quake her. Oats. But first, let me smoke. Wanna hit this? You fucking with me, cause you know I keep that piss quick. Stroke a pole while I roll up. All right. And that was Get This Dick featuring Lil Duval and October London. And uh, I chose this track just because it was fun. Snoop is known as a funny dude you know, to bring in Lil uh, Duval and put this together with some really nice uh, 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 R&B singing in the background by October, I thought was just amazing. I thought it really rounded off the entire project and just said, hey, this is who I am. This is where Death Row is headed. And I, that was just my thoughts on it. So the, the question we're po posing for this section is overall thoughts of the project and stream or no stream. I'm going to start it off and just say again, I thought the curation of it was pretty good. I give it a, a B plus on the curation. There are a few songs that kind of doubled up here and there, but overall, I thought it was uh, very well curated. I also thought that the features were very nice. We forgot to mention, I thought Uncle Murders 
the feature. His bars were very nice. And I thought it was brilliant for Snoop to bring in Uncle Murder to put him on this track. It was just, again, I think overall, he really showed the versatility of who he is as a human, not just as an artist. Just like, dude, I like all this stuff. So let me show you all the stuff I'm down with. So, and even, um, uh, again, like the baby's feature was very good as well. And hit the song, that song was pretty hot. That was the one that I was going to play. And then I was like, well, you know, the, 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 the do little Duval song is hilarious. So just to give a little lightness to the program, uh, and I'm going to say, uh, stream for me, just because I'm an old head. And I think the young people getting a chance to hear a legend. And again, I know like, um, Kev said the pro- the projects last year were good. I actually did not care for the compilation one, but I think if you the the first track he did on Def Jam, a first project he did on Def Jam, and this one I think are definitely the best representations of where Snoop Dogg is at this present time. So it's definitely a stream for me. Uh, Reaper, your thoughts on the overall project and stream or no stream for Snoop Dogg's project B O D R. Uh, like I said, it would benefit from just being a little bit shorter uh, track wise, but it's not the most difficult thing to get through. Um, it actually flows pretty well for the most part. None of the features overall really stood out to me. Not to say that they're good or bad. I'm just like I said, none of them really stood out to me. Um, it's got some feel good tracks on there. When I heard this, the the track that you just played with Duval, it made me think about uh, like I, I don't know if they still do radio edits, like radio version, like with alternate lyrics and stuff. But it made me think about that on that song. Like if they switched up the lyrics, what would they say? Come, come get with me, or come to the crazy or something. You know, like if they switched up the lyrics and made like a radio clean version, they could mess around and make it a sample. But then it's like one of those things where you hear the the radio version and then you hear like the 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 dirty version when you get the album you're like oh it's this different <laughs> i didn't know that's what they were saying you know kind of thing <laughs> i remember back in the day uh y'all probably remember ti what you know about that right and uh yeah on the chorus he goes loaded hey oh on the low with a key and you know my one of my homeboys loved that song he used to always hear it on the radio and he used to sing the chorus loaded hey oh and then when he heard the, on the dirty version, he says loaded fofo on the, on the low, but they say AO to cut it out so he doesn't have the gun reference on the radio. And we heard that version. He was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't put the, put the AO back in there. <laughs> or uh, 50 Cent in the club is like that too. Fada, fada, full of my mind, what you need, but the, the real version doesn't say that. So I think if he switched that up, it was just a little random tangent. If he switched that up, he can mess around and make that a single, but uh, you certainly can't say that dirty version on the radio. And even if you just blanked it out, it would sound pretty ridiculous as well. And you know what? I will say uh, as well, October London kind of sounds like Anderson Pack on that song specifically. Yeah, man, give it a stream. It's uh, in a day and age where, and again, y'all, we listen to a lot of stuff, you know, curating a lot of stuff, picking and choosing what we should talk about on the show in a day and age where some of it is repetitive or some of it doesn't sound so good or is it actually worth talking about? This one isn't uh, the greatest thing that you're going to hear of 2022. I mean, at least I hope not, 
but it's uh it's not hard to listen to it's not hard to get through got some uh notable tracks some interesting sounds on there blast from the past kind of thing and uh yeah so stream yeah give it a stream why not that's what's up reaper that streams for reaper let's let kev anchor this one kev your overall thoughts on the project and stream or no stream for snoop dogg's project b-o-d-r i'm going to say stream because um snoop always comes through with those you know songs that make you dance or it's a lot of fun stuff and we don't have a lot of fun stuff today so that's a big stream for me congratulations to him again for acquiring death row but i was a little disappointed when i saw something that said that he didn't get uh dr dre or tupac's catalog and for me that that have been a big reason to get death row but just because you know for nostalgia reasons and that's the label that signed him you know i i can it's still a win-win for him yeah you know you know snoop is kind of on a He's on a roll now, and and we don't even really kind of focus on where he's at this late in his career. He has like twenty albums. He got Death Row on the West Coast. He got a Def Jam job on the East Coast, and you know he's giving back to the game. He's signing artists. One of the albums he did last year was a compilation and and showcasing a lot of younger names that wouldn't get any attention if it didn't have Snoop's name stamped on it. So that's a good look. That's just, that, that's not only a good look for him, but it's just a good look for the game as a whole, you know, hopefully, you know, he can, uh, he can market both labels better and, and people can go out here and, and listen to these younger artists and, and hopefully they could be successful too, because it's nothing wrong with a lot of new is just, it's about quality over anything else. So, We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, it's a stream for me. It just, you know, it just feels good. You know, it just it, it feels good to feel good. So, and you got to like that. Yeah, man. And that was three streams for Snoop Dogg's project, B-O-D-R. Oh, my gosh, man. Qu- quit it, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> this man is off the chain, y'all. What I've given a three wow. streams. Uh, uh, it's rare when we all agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's why I played that hit that one. Three people we, we agreed on it, all of us. So, hey, you know, uh, I just like to say, uh, Thank you to the uh, audience for listening. We really appreciate you. And this was our stream or no stream for NBA Youngboy and Snoop Dogg. All right, so we're going to give our uh, social media plugs and get out of here. And you can check us out on Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. Again, that's Mix Era Rap P-O-D. And you can check us out on Instagram at Mix Era Rap. And uh, definitely check us out because we are very active on there and we got uh, some great things coming in the near future. So check us out. Plus, we got some live streams. So we're going to be putting up questions or we're going to be putting up topics that we're going to go over for the live streams coming up in a few in a little while. So I'll be, you know, definitely follow us on our uh, social media platforms. Um, Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media. 
at the 313kid, T-H-E, 313-K-I-D. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mixcloud if you like DJ Mixes and WeChat. Send me a message. All right. That's what's up. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend. We out of here. Peace. Peace.